0: If the- I
1: was going to play, I wanted to play something really cool, really cute, really dumb, really like, I would probably play the works, to be honest. It's true. I'm going to perpetuate the female stereotype. Welcome back to In Real Lore. I have been told today that Nick is going to teach me, his wife, all about the Tao. For those of you who don't know, Nick plays the Tao, he loves the Tao, and he is Tao Nick.
0: Um, Townick the second, because there's already know, a Townick on YouTube. I know. So I
1: referenced that.
0: I know. Play on tabletop has yeah, T- yeah, no. Townic. He's nick now. Oh no. Okay. He's he's abandoned. We have a few
1: Townicks in our uh, Discord too. So there's it. You know. Hundred percent. Yeah. There you go. Townicks are a thing.
0: Yeah. Today I just wanted to go over the Tau because the Tau are kind of I I like them quite a bit. I play them as a faction. I have a lot of the lore on them. I read a are lot for of books. Weebs.
1: Hmm? They're for weebs. <sighs> I said it. All right.
0: Yeah, let's, let's get all the memes and the jokes out of the way. The tower fish people, the tower communists, they're weebs, they're awful, they're terrible, they shouldn't be in Warhammer 40K. No, 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 I don't feel stunned. any of that. I just,
1: I've been told oh, that no, they're for weebs, you know? I'm just
0: getting yeah, yeah. all of the meme yeah. stuff out of the way. We have way. no
1: towel sitting on our desk here. There's
0: mind control. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we have Bobby. That's the important part.
1: Yeah, if you want to know about Bobby, join our Discord.
0: Yeah. And our Patreon. We'll eventually get more on um, <laughs> But. So I wanted to talk about the Tau because they're one of the smaller factions, but they're going to be having some upcoming lore that's going to be coming out around Farsight, given a lot of rumors that are coming out with a new model specifically for that character. And I wanted to get into a little bit about who they are, dispel some myths, as well as give you an idea of what you see me play all the time, all the things I have on the you table. You need those the robot time. people? The robots.
1: Yeah. So... I know nothing about the Tau. I know we did in every Factions Explained video, but I didn't listen.
0: (laughs) I'm not going to lie.
1: I did like I was building, but I didn't listen.
0: Yeah. The Tau, I'm going to start off by telling the story of where they come from, give you a bit of an idea of the characters, uh, the different factions, and different parts of the Tau Empire, and then how they play on the tabletop nearer to the end, so that way you have an idea. To start, about... 6,000 years before the current time in 40K, so the 35th millennium, there was an Adeptus Mechanicus exploratory ship that was going through the eastern fringes of the galaxy. So if you were to look at a map of the world and just put the Milky Way over it, you would have the eastern fringes over here. Terra Mm -hmm. Earth kind of sits in where America would be. What's Terra? Terra's Earth. Ah, okay. It's the center of the Imperium.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So... Eastern fringes are pretty far away from the center of humanity. This Adeptus Mechanicus ship is exploring to find resources. So planets that would have significant amounts of metals and other resources that they could take advantage of. They're also looking for any lost human colonies to, say, bring them back into the Imperium. They're also looking for any lost worlds of technology. So, if there is a world that has an STC, which to them knowledge, they can build new pieces Mm. of tech with it.
1: So, I think I remember this part. Mm -hmm. of The other factions explained, but do the Adeptus Mechanicus have the multiple arms hanging out of them?
0: Yes, they are the (laughs) flesh. (laughs) They are the flesh's weak people. They have the mechadendrites that pop out everywhere.
1: Mm. Reminds me of Doc Ock. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. They they look quite a bit like Doc Ock. Yeah. So this ship is going out and it's just looking for new things. It happens to come upon this world with a Xenos race on it. that
1: Define Xenos. Aliens. Okay.
0: So just some aliens sitting yeah. there. Yeah, they are yeah. just coming out of the Stone Age. Yeah. Learning fire. And they're like, okay, nothing of real important here. Don't really need to, to worry about it too much. Mark for exterminatus and let's come back to it later.
1: I remember this, yeah.
0: So... What that would happen is normally they would come back and be like, okay, filthy Zoonos, wipe them off the world, but it's not important enough. There's not enough resources in that particular sector or on that planet, enough to warrant direct intervention. As soon as the Adeptus Mechanicus leave, a warp storm culminates around the entire sector, blocking all travel to this area of space. Why? Unknown okay so, so this the, is
1: not like the doing of any energy. yeah okay, the,
0: so. think of the warp as like the sea sometimes there's the wa- just no i think storms. of the warp
1: as just doing stuff for the storyline i'm not gonna lie because yes. the warp sister silence the warp you know blanks the warp yeah that's right you're not wrong storyline <laughs> the Plot. more and more i learn about Plot. 40k the more and more i realize they just make stuff up <laughs> they
0: absolutely just make stuff up for the for purely for the For
1: For the shiggles. For story.
0: But in the story, the warp acts kind of like the sea. Sometimes it's calm. Sometimes there's storms. Sometimes you'll be able to pass through without any issues. Other times it may take you months to get through a simple travel Mm -hmm. spot. But this sector of space entirely cut off for 5,000 years. No one had contact. No one had any entrance or exit into this area of space. Now, when the warp starts reopened a those Stone Age like aliens had gone from putting two rocks together to having rail guns, plasma guns, interstellar sp- travel and had created an entire empire with technology that rivaled the Imperium.
1: Why is that is it because so much time went like elapsed during the warp storm or what
0: No because 5,000 years is not that much for progressing that much in technology. Humanity to get to where it got to at its height was 20,000 years. Mm -hmm. So in 5,000 years, they had done what humanity had done in that in a fourth of the time.
1: So that means they're just awesome.
0: In the internal of that warp storm, what had happened is those that alien species that was on that planet had kind of subdivided into four distinct tribes. There were those that lived in the plains, those that lived in the mountains, those that lived along rivers, and those that were building up cities. Essentially, and they were constantly at war with one another.
1: I thought the towers were supposed to be nice people. Towers for good.
0: Yeah, they were constantly at war with one another, fighting back and forth, and were almost on the verge of destroying themselves. And this was called the the Age of Montau, a great strife essentially, and. At one point, they started seeing strange lights in the sky and figures appearing floating over the mountains. And to everyone that saw these portents, they thought it was the end of time. It was the destruction of their entire people. They were going to be completely wiped out. Kind of is what actually happened. So there was these two specific factions that were fighting one another, a sieging um, attack force and a city. And I don't
1: know
0: what those factions are. Th- it doesn't really matter. Are they Tau
1: factions? They were Tau. They were just okay. aliens.
0: Some people showed up calmly talking with everyone around them. One went towards the, the attackers and one went towards the defenders. And they spoke with the leaders on both sides. They had a sense of authority and sense of diplomacy. They... Everyone felt like they needed to listen to them, needed to understand what they were saying. And these people were the ethereals. The ethereals worked both sides out and said, hey, we don't need to fight each other. What we can do is instead unify and work for the greater good.
1: Who are the ethereals?
0: The ethereals are the leaders of the Tao. So
1: So these two people that came in, they weren't from the Tao like world? they
0: weren't from any of the other tribes but oh, these, they were from the tau world they were from the tau world they are tau okay
1: i have to get i have to get a big question out of the way sure are the tau the mech suits or are the people inside the mechs
0: they're the people inside the mechs
1: oh i always thought the tau was just the mech suit <laughs> <laughs> no i'm not joking i no, thought I that the robot was the person
0: No. So the Tau themselves are, they're blue. They have a little like slit where their nose is. They don't have a nose. I've seen their ugly faces. And they have uh, hoops. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I see them.
0: They don't have feet. They have hoops. Yep,
1: yep. I saw them. I didn't know that they were powering the suit. I thought the suit was the Tau.
0: No. So, you know, the little guys that I have, those are actually Tau.
1: Okay, makes sense. So
0: the Ethereals actually created a time of peace for everyone that was living on the planet for every single Tau. And each of those tribes became now part of the caste system. So those that ah, were-
1: I know the caste system. <laughs>
0: <laughs> kind of a little bit like that. But Telling you had- the Caste
1: system.
0: But you had different castes for different roles in society. So the ones that were building cities became the earth castes, artisans, engineers, doctors, like basically the ones that were ed- like very well educated for specific skills uh, necessary for society. The ones that were on the river became the water cast. And because they were merchants and trading all along the lines, they became the ones that were going out and basically diplomacy, working with others and finding ways to beneficially one another, essentially through market and trade. The ones that were in the mountains became the air cast and they basically just fly. All they do are be pilots. Now they're long and spindly armed because they only live in knowledge gravity, mm-hmm. so they don't actually grow normally and they don't like being on planets anymore. They've evolved. And then the last ones were the fire cast. These were the ones that were on the planes. They're a little bit more hardy and they became the warrior cast. So they're the ones that you will see more than anything else.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, with this unified group, instead of warring against one another, all of the efforts of this species went towards progressing everything nothing was war everything was towards how can we make everything better and with the guidance how did they go
1: from killing each other to to that because the ethereals yeah but the who are the ethereals you just tell me that these like two little people walk up they have dissented diplomacy they kind of make like the that sounds like absolute crap. Like, that doesn't sound real. I know. Well.
0: There was a lot more than just those two because there was representatives of the Ethereals that went to yeah, all the different where'd, tribes. Yeah, where
1: did they come from? So, okay. I feel like there's a story behind this that you're missing.
0: So, there is no actual oh. reference to oh. where they came from. That, there sounds, are, that
1: sounds very 40K-like.
0: There are theories. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go heavy into speculation right now. This is nothing of canon. This is just speculation.
1: Destroy him in the comments.
0: Um, so, remember how I said there were strange lights in the skies and figures yeah. in the mountains? Yep. Yeah. There may have been some intervention from an outside group. Who? We don't know. Some... Who do you think? There is... Some think that is- it's the necrons, the spooky scary skeletons, that were basically trying to create a race that they can go into a flesh and body again once they can figure out how to undo their biotransference, where they were once... They were once. Yeah, I don't more. know
1: about Necrons, so I'm just gonna pretend so, like I understand that. But
0: they're trying to uplift a species to then take them over and be like, "Hey, yay! We're human again. We're not just spooky skeletons without souls. We're actual things." It may have also been the Eldari that were maybe creating a species that doesn't has a have as much presence in the Warp, so that way it doesn't rock the boat of chaos as much comparatively to like humanity. Humanity is like. Destroying everything just because they are so connected to the Warp and Chaos, it makes Chaos stronger. So maybe the Eldari were actually uplifting a species with less of a presence, so that way they wouldn't do as much. Either way, the Ethereals just appeared. And everyone wants to listen to them, and they became the Guider, like, Guidance. Think of, they're basically the Golds and Red Rising.
1: No, no, I get it, I yeah. get
0: it. Yeah, okay. so... They then began to expand out into the worlds. They got to space travel. They became spacefaring. And they immediately started doing multiple spheres of expansion. So the first one was just getting outside of their planet Tau. Mm-hmm. And then going out and finding new worlds.
1: Was their planet called Tau?
0: Their planet is called Tau.
1: Lame.
0: I know. Is the Tau Sept. So there's different steps. In this first sphere of expansion, they... Founded multiple other solar systems, and the capital planets of each one became the Sept world. So you have Dalith, you have Viorla, you have other planets that are Borkan, Neandrus. There's different names. Those are the ones that you would pick when you're playing on the tabletop. You pick Borkan Sept, Viorla Sept. Oh, you Seca pick Sept. like
1: sectors or whatever. Exactly. You're what picking, do you
0: play? I go between Tau Sept and Foresight and what Borkan. Do you mean,
1: what do you mean? You can change? Yes. You just change the little dudes or you change where they're from?
0: You just change where they're from. It's just changing abilities.
1: Okay, okay.
0: In this first sphere expansion, they actually started meeting other intelligent species. And if you know 40K, most of the time when you meet another intelligent species, you kill them. Tau weren't doing that. Instead, what they were doing was they were sending the water cast and actually negotiating with these other species and saying, hey, we are trying to progress. We are trying to make sure everything works towards the greater good everything is for the tauva the
1: greater good yeah yeah but this is what i've heard the tower evil in the sense that they come in and if you don't accept their greater good they kill the living crap out of you yes yeah they, they, they're evil they're, they're kind evil they're they kind of not be, good but what they're they, not good tower not good but what
0: they do is that they negotiate with you over multiple like generations it's not like a mm-hmm. yeah you get 10 years to decide whether or Bang. not you're joining the greater good it's that they are they're s- manipulating the species that they're trying to join in and say, like, join the greater good. Here's some cultural stuff. Here's some other things. They're influencing to diplomatically like join people.
1: Yes. They're Britain. Yes. But. You don't join us, we'll kill you. If
0: they if a species rejects the greater good, they do send in the fire cast. But they don't outright kill everyone. Pew, pew, pew. pew yeah, pew, the pew-pews. Pew. They get the pew-pews. pew pews but they don't outright kill everyone. What they do is they basically break you down and say like, okay, you're armed forces. You're th- you're no longer a threat. But the people that are left, please join the greater good. We will rebuild your cities. We will undo all the damage what's that we've done. What's in it for done. them? For the people joining?
1: No, what's in it for the town?
0: Town? Just expanding. They Because their philosophy is that everyone should join in and be part of the greater good. So it's like their their moral center is like, We're doing what's right. We are trying to progress, and we're trying to make. Why don't they stay in their happy little
1: world? Do you know what I mean?
0: Why did Britain just not stay? (laughs) Well, no, no. But like,
1: if you know, they just want to live like a happy-go-lucky life. Why don't you just stay on your planet?
0: Because they want to make a safe space for everyone in the galaxy.
1: Okay, but why are Tau not good?
0: So the Tau aren't good is because there is some other things going on. So the Ethereals have a kind of control a little bit over other Tau. As you notice, like when they showed up, they just started talking and everyone seemed to have this sense of authority that came from them. So there is like thoughts and theories that are actually in canon that there is like pheromones that are controlling other Tau. There are, you know, organic nanites. There's all these like other little things. Some of those have been completely disproven or are completely out of canon now. But it's back and forth. But nonetheless, the ethereals are the ones that are supreme leaders. Now, back to the species that join the Tau, they are not just subsumed and become like, you're just workers, you only do this. Each species, each auxiliary species that's joined into the Tau have a seat at the table. So there is the caste councils, where it is the leaders from each caste and the ethereals And when they make decisions, they vote on it. With each cast having an individual vote based on their their leader deciding. They're
1: diluting their power.
0: Yeah, they are. The the ethereals still have supreme authority, so they can Mm -hmm. override the council's decision. But it's like basically everyone gets a say in some way. But Mm -hmm. each species that joins in gets a seat at the table. So you'll have like a council meeting that has... Like, you have a human that's sitting there. You have a crute. You have a vespid. You have these big, like, tentacly things. All these species all working together and trying to make decisions and work forward. Mm -hmm. So the first sphere went out, and they founded a bunch of seps. They met with the orcs and attempted to bring the orcs into the greater good.
1: (laughs) That went well, didn't it?
0: Nope. It did not go well um Wow! uh they still attempted multiple times to bring the orcs into the greater good but failed each time they then f- actually found a way to travel not faster than light but they have one a drive a ctr drive that allows them to go sub light speeds so they could expand further into the second sphere of expansion so this allowed them to meet with more species, get more people to join in and expand okay. further out.
1: Quick question, because yeah. we went through every faction in 40k mm-hmm. um, in a previous video. But you say like they're at a planet with a species, but aren't all these species part of factions? So who are they taking over?
0: So there's you know what I mean? more like, than just the factions in 40k because it is a galaxy. So there is a lot of other. So the a faction
1: of species. Let's start with that. Like, what defines a faction? A
0: faction is one that's big enough to have some kind of uh, influence on the greater scale of the galaxy. So So they're
1: a species. Yes. Okay. So
0: there are other aliens that have existed. They may have had empires in the past, but humanity kind of did the human thing of, hi, you're an alien. Bang. Um, You do have that happening. But in Tau's local space, they did have multiple species that they could work with. So you had... The Crute, who are the ones that are like chickens, they're cannibal chickens. They like to eat the dead, essentially, and they mm-hmm. gain power from having eaten something. They gain their knowledge, their DNA, everything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You have Vespids, which are bug-like things that kind of fly down. We only have those three on the tabletop. So which ones? The Tau, the Crute, and the Vespids. Those are and- the only uh, auxiliaries, as they're called, on the tabletop.
1: You mean part of the Tau ecosystem?
0: Part of the Tau game, essentially. Okay. You do then have things Oh my
1: god, are those the disgusting things that you were painting?
0: Yeah. Ugh. Well, Piper makes versions of them. Yeah, I guess. But they
1: were gross looking. They're
0: awesome. Don't don't make fun of the the cannibal chickens. You have then you have those three that we get to see, but there's a whole bunch more. So you have the Nikasar, which are basically you know what a tardigar is? Nope. The little like they look like bears on a microscopic level. But either way, they're giant polar bears that have psychic powers. Okay. They're they're polar bear wizards. Yeah. You have the Nagi, which are the... They're colonies of worms that are yeah. have mind-reading abilities.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you have... Oh, wasn't
1: that one of the... Uh, what was the comment someone wrote to you? I want to be your worm? No, it was like... Oh, it's the...
0: Like a... Babe, would you love me if I was a worm? The, the Inquisitor uh, one? Yeah. Yes. You do have humans that have joined in, and they're called Guevesa, Literally, human helpers is what yeah. it is translated from. You have Vorg, which are kaiju. Mm-hmm. They're literally like knight, mm-hmm. knight, size of a knight. Um,
1: These are people that things. the Tau have taken over. Yeah, or and brought in. Assimilated into,
0: assimilated over. into their yeah. group. The Vorg are basically that size, mm-hmm. but they're very peaceful. They're really like happy go lucky. They just want to hang out, but they will take down a tight.
1: Yeah.
0: We don't see any of this in the tabletop, though. Okay. They're too cool to talk about and see.
1: So, Moji is making an appearance in our video for like five minutes
0: okay aw,
1: dog wanted to be put in the video
0: he wanted to join in the other another uh type of species that's joined in a little buddy uh another species that's joined in is the demiurge which were considered to be like humans but shorter and stouter we now know that those are squats they're dwarves they're Space dwarves. Forms.
1: Oh, they're, cool! So they're their own uh, faction now.
0: They're the Leagues of OTAN. They're,
1: like they're little itty bitties. They're itty-bitties. like itty bitties.
0: They're, they're rock and stone, but there was a lot of technology that they traded back and forth between those two. uh the...
1: <laughs> Should I put him down? This is really cute.
0: It is really cute. Should
1: I put him down? Maybe. Mm, buddy, okay.
0: You also can't get to the mic. Oh, you
1: know. So it's going to be I hard. Just for... Have like two minutes of cuddles. He's really. You fat. can have two minutes of cuddles. Look at him. It was.
0: Second sphere went off. They met with a huge wah uh, on Arcanasha, which is where Farsight was actually first fighting with the, the orcs at one point, and where he started kind of having doubts about the Tauva in general and the Ethereals. Mm-hmm. But I'll get to that once I talk about Farsight. The third sphere is where the Tau first actually encountered the Imperium. They were.
1: Working- Can you remind me what the Imperium is?
0: The Imperium is yeah, I just like The Imperium is the human humanity, basically. So, like, just the guard? The guard, space marines, Adeptus sororitas, knights, titans. Oh, okay. Uh, Admech, everything. Everything that is human is Imperium.
1: Admechs are human? Oh, yeah. But they're aliens. No. As you can tell, I'm not retaining anything you're telling me. <laughs> it's fine.
0: So, they first encountered the Imperium, and they were... We're taking over human worlds like, um, ooh, what is the name of it? They called it Moguloth Bay. I can't remember the the actual name of it. But they took Moguloth Bay and they were hearing from the humans that the Imperium was huge and the God Emperor was everywhere. And Tal didn't care if you were worshipping the God Emperor. As long as you're working for the greater good, who cares? But you're like, oh, there must be a lot of propaganda. The The... Human empire can't be that big. There's mountains that move. Giant titans walking robots. No, that's just propaganda. That mm-hmm. can't be real. And so they actually did get in a couple skirmishes with them against the guard. We're like, OK, we can do this because, you know, the Tau have really, really good technology. They have rail guns that are shooting depleted uranium slugs at like 0.1 of light speed, mm-hmm. which when it hits you, just eliminates you. hmm. Destroys tanks, everything, and they were fighting against the guard. And they're like, oh, "Okay, cool, they're retreating. We've won. We've won against the Imperium. We've defeated them." And then a huge fleet came in with Titans, with everything else, and um, what was called the Democles Gulf Crusade, which actually drove the Tau back to one of their main Sept worlds, Dalith. There's some things about that, but. The Tau were actually able to hold off the Imperium in a lot of these worlds when they were actually able to get into fight. It was just more of when it came to attrition, humanity Mm. had more to put into it. There was White Scars, multiple space marine chapters were involved that were trying to fight the Tau and just completely eliminate them. It only ended because humanity basically took everything that was in the Democles Gulf and burned it to the ground. They destroyed every single planet, every single solar system, and just said, "Nope, don't come over this line." We have oh for the things- cow,
1: like the humanity said, "I killed this, I killed this, I killed this, I killed this, and leave me alone." Yes. <laughs> okay. I didn't know the Imperium was that strong.
0: Oh, the Imperium is huge. The Imperium yeah. is like
1: I know everyone keeps saying praise the Emperor, but I didn't get it.
0: The Imperium is a horde army.
1: So wait, oh my god! Apparently, I'm bored of what you're saying. <laughs> you know, I'm <laughs> your wife. <laughs> it's probably true. Yeah. But like for the most part, though.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Everybody who's the Imperium of Man praises the Emperor? Yes. Yeah, I don't listen to you at baseline, I'm sorry.
0: The only one that doesn't is the Admech, but they do it in their own way. Mm-hmm. They just say, he's the Saya, god machine, praise the okay. god machine. But you don't say anything against the people that make all your stuff, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. the Imperium mostly backed off as well from the Tau because a Tyranid Hive fleet was actually making its way towards a, like, big mass centers of the Imperium, mm-hmm. and the Tau had to fight against them. Now, this is where the Tau have their best part and why I think they fit better in 40k than what a lot of people give them credit for. Because a lot of people say, oh, they're the good guys. They are they don't fit. They don't fit the aesthetic. They don't fit the grim, dark aspect of everything. The thing is, they're naive. They feel like they can make everything better. They feel like if everyone does work together, everything will get will become good as it's proven they can't work with the orcs they tried to bring the orcs into the greater good multiple times mm-hmm. failed they tried to have diplomatic relationships with the tyranids who are the bugs I, the bugs the nom nom bugs the bugs three times they tried the you need to show
1: me what these look like i will
0: uh three times they tried to have diplomacy with the tyranids mm-hmm. and failed and they're like okay no we just need to kill these things nam nom, nom, nom. They also tried to send a diplomatic party to the Drukari, who are the um, torture elves. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, you know, it's cultural exchange. Here, have some people. Like, they'll figure out your culture and come back later and we'll know more about you. Next time they found the Drukari, all they saw was like abominations that were flesh strewn together with blue skin, mm-hmm. moaning in Tao. <laughs> It's like, okay, we kill anyone that has sharp ears now. And the next time they saw a elf Mm
1: -hmm.
0: or Eldari, it was the craft worlds. And they started immediately firing on them because they're like, you killed our friends. (laughs) So it's this, it's a contrast. They are trying to do good in the galaxy, but it is a galaxy of horrors. And it is a child that is slowly being corrupted from all of that.
1: So you think they're going to get corrupted?
0: Oh, 100%. Okay. There's already hints of that. So you have Farsight, who's being corrupted by chaos. He is going to f- be Korn's next like champion, essentially.
1: Mm-hmm. He's... I don't know who Farsight is. I'll get there. Okay.
0: He, he's, a, he's a major, major named character. Who's Farsight? So I'll
1: get there. I'll... Is he a Tau? He is Tau. Okay.
0: You have... Yeah, so there's a lot of that. There is also the fact that if the Tau were in any other setting... They're an expansionist military empire with very strict caste system. They are the bad guys in almost any other setting, but they're not bad enough for 40k. So we've gone through the three spheres of expansion. The four sphere was very short-lived. They had found a new drive. They were going to try and use warp drives to Mm -hmm. travel and use the warp to travel faster than light. The WAP. The WAP. They had their entire fleet ready to go. And they turned on their engines, it became a giant warp rift. Reality just kind of sucked in on itself, and every single one of the ships went missing. Hmm. They have no idea where they went to. They're stuck in the warp. They consider them lost. That rift eventually became a wormhole that actually went to a completely different location in the galaxy, which then fueled the fifth sphere of expansion, where they went through the star tide nexus, as it was called, to then. found different sect worlds on the other side of the nexus. They did find the fourth sphere expansion. Where? They were found after they had come out of the warp, but they had been saved by an entity with many multiple arms that they felt was doing it for the greater good. The Admic? No. Oh. It's literally a warp entity. It seems oh. like there's a chaos god that is becoming uh, the greater good from every single psychic species or humans believing so hard the greater good exists it's literally becoming an entity in the warp hmm. the tau the actual blue humanoid people uh being in the warp their minds got a little bit corrupted they blamed the auxiliary races for everything that had happened and murdered every single one of the auxiliaries every human every nicasar every uh croot every so they're, all, they're all gone All the auxiliaries, yeah. And so when they were found again, one of the commanders was trying to reintegrate them. But every time they were on the battlefield with humans or without auxiliary, they would turn their guns and kill their allies
1: Hmm.
0: without fighting their enemies. So they're completely like, okay, you go live over here and just stop. (laughs) Stop doing your things. The Sixth of expansion is currently ongoing. It seems like it's about to kind of start. The fifth was the one where they went through the star-type nexus and through the wormhole. Oh. Yeah.
1: What and was the fourth?
0: The fourth was the one that kind of imploded in on itself.
1: Oh, you kind of mix those two together.
0: Yeah. Okay. It's the fifth went on and then found the survivors of mm-hmm. the fourth sphere of expansion. Okay. So that gives you an idea of the Tau. Now, I want to talk about the battle suits.
1: First off, why do people like the Tau? Why do so many people want to play the Tau?
0: Big robots. That's it? It's aesthetic.
1: But look at the night.
0: Yeah, but there's something about the aesthetic that a lot of people really enjoy. Weeps. Yeah. I mean, I went with Piper Makes Weep. for why I picked Tau was because Piper Makes models. And I really enjoy that. It's also sometimes the playstyle and also um having something that is trying to do good in a galaxy of horrors and just failing miserably time and time again. So the battle suits are what the most people like about the Tau. They are your like, you've seen the ones that I have. They're kind of bulky. But the Tau firewares actually are... Sit up in a in the fetal position, essentially. Are hooked up into the system neurologically. And actually control the suits directly that way. They are... There are millions of these suits. They're basically the main bulwark of the entire like army. Like the big ones
1: that you play with? The,
0: the big ones are more rare. Okay. The main ones are the ones that are like yay big the those are called the crisis suits uh, xv8s okay but you have stealth suits which Mm -hmm. is basically just i hate
1: those things
0: they're wrapped it's basically just a small bit of armor Mm -hmm. um, but it has stealth capabilities so it actually has full camouflage capabilities Mm -hmm. you then have the xv8 which is your main battle suit you have commander suits which is either the cold star enforcer and those have different capabilities the cold star just goes fast Mm -hmm. It go fast XV-8s, which is the ones that have railguns sitting on top of them and they are they don't have any jetpacks or anything. All the suits typically have jetpacks, which enable them to fly around and move, mm-hmm. have mobility. And then you have the big Riptide and the Storm Surge. So you do have bigger and bigger robots. Tao, at first in the lore, didn't have those bigger suits. Mm-hmm. But after encountering the, MP, the Imperium multiple times, they're like, okay, we need a way to combat the knights. So mm-hmm. they made the Riptide. And then they're like, oh, there's Titans bigger. <laughs> so they just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, up to the Taunar, which is one that's, it's about yay big. And it has like three braille guns on oh, top and a okay. bunch of like ion plasma weapons.
1: Okay.
0: Um, their technology is quite a bit better than human technology currently. Like the mm-hmm. Lasgun, yes, it can blow off an arm and it's a, like, a Isn't laser rifle. Is the Lasgun
1: the weakest?
0: It is the plasma, yeah, 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 the plasma rifle or the pulse rifle that the Tau have on their normal, like, like infantry. Yeah, is a better weapon and actually can deal a significant amount more damage.
1: Mm-hmm. They, Isn't it it's overkill for humans though?
0: Kind of, but you're doing everything is overkill in 40k. Yeah.
1: Um, why do you need a weapon that's strong if like the gun will do it? Overkill.
0: Because if you're going to do something, you might as well overdo it. <laughs>
1: The more and more I learn about this world, the more and more ridiculous it
0: sounds.
1: 100%. Why do you spend all your time reading books about it?
0: Because it's insane. Rule of cool
1: rules no. everything. No. <laughs> and this is why many females don't like this world, okay? It just doesn't make sense. I'm not going to speak for everybody, but like, it's, yeah, I don't, I don't know.
0: The other thing, too, is the Tao do not have melee capabilities.
1: I know. I know. Because when I fought you, you got destroyed.
0: So- it is because they are because they're so high technology, they see getting a melee a failure.
1: I know, I because charge if, you. That's if, what I've learned. You yeah. charge Tau.
0: <laughs> if you, all their weapon is weaponry is long range. So typically it's not on the tabletop because it's kind of difficult to do it that way. But if you're seeing the Tau, it's, there's already a bunch of volley, volley of fire coming towards you or you're in melee range and you're going to wipe them out. But like Tau have their railguns and their shots that can shoot across a continent and destroy you. The point is that they're modern tactics almost. They're a mixed, uh, mixed weaponry army instead of being you know run up with a power sword <laughs> and go in the trenches and that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. it's more realistic sci-fi like tactics essentially. So I wanted to talk a bit, but before I go into the characters, I want to talk about the philosophies of war. That the Tao actually use. These are ones that you can find that are used on the tabletop, and you only have the two that are on the table, but there are more than that. The first one is Monka. So, Monka is the short blade, it's basically a quick strike. So, the idea being like you would, once the battle starts, you go in hard, you go in fast, and you just kill as much as possible. Is that melee? You get it done fast. That's melee. No, okay. because you're still doing it within like range and stuff, and you just do that. Tyune is the second philosophy, and that is the patient hunter, leading your enemies into traps and mm-hmm. then completely ensnaring them and destroying them entirely. The two main characters that represent these philosophies are Farsight, Oshova, and Sun Oshazera Oshasera. They have very different ways of fighting. Farsight is one that does go into battle, and he actually has a sword. Nice. for his battle suit because nice. he goes into battle in, in a custom XV-8 and he has a short sword and he'll fight in close combat and he tries to okay, cut everyone down as quickly as possible. Is he a
1: leader? like
0: He is. Okay. So, Is he, he an Eldari? No, he's Tao.
1: But uh, the Eldari are Tao.
0: No. No. Yeah. That was my theory yep. of the Ethereals.
1: Oh, the Ethereals. No, are they, is he an Ethereal? No,
0: no. he is Firecast. So... He is a fire cast member and he was fighting one of the ones that fight against the orcs but he was told by the ethereals to back off right before victory and he started having doubts about the ethereals in general at that point and they had basically sent him on a suicide mission again across the Democles Gulf to take back some of the worlds. Mm-hmm. He had done so mm-hmm. and um, when the ethereals all of his party all died he actually ended up staying on the crusade that he was on on the other side of the Damocles Gulf, and he has now part of the far-side enclaves. There are no ethereals, and they're all individually living without the ethereals, but still working towards the greater good. Because the ethereals can be kind of shady because they are supreme leaders. They okay. don't necessarily explain their reasonings. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Oshisera. Shazera, yes. Uh, Shadow-san, Sun, is... Practices specifically Kayun She's the one that has her new custom, like, stealth suit, and she will lead people into traps and fight them. These two characters, usually the Tao, only live about 40 years. And the third sphere expansion was about two, 300 years before the current times. They're both alive.
1: Nice.
0: Farsight is still alive because the sword that he fights with... um, he found it on a shrine world during a chaos ritual. Mm-hmm. And it he doesn't know it, but it actually steals the life force of those he kills.
1: Ah, so he's sucking out life.
0: He's sucking out life. He doesn't know what's going okay. on. Okay. But yeah. How old is he? Two, three hundred years. Shadow Sun, because she is such a great resource for the Empire, they just keep putting her on ice. They keep winter soldiering her, essentially. Yeah. They just put her on ice and it's like, okay, we need you, wake up. (laughs) Um, She led the fifth sphere of expansion across the Star Tide nexus. Mm -hmm. Uh, They kind of hate each other. They were both students of someone called Pure Tide who had made these philosophies of war specifically and he was the master of all of them. And Pure Tide died and these two kind of hate each other now, especially because Farsight has gone against the will of the the Ethereals entirely. So they completely hate each other. There is another... Um, philosophy, but we don't see it. It's basically the lone wolf version, and Okai's is the character that actually embodies it as another student, but we don't see anything about him, so it doesn't really matter. But it's okay. just like it's like an assassin essentially. Onva was the supreme leader of the Tao during the Third Sphere expansion, and he was had a lot of like charisma. He had a lot of like wit to him. But he was actually killed by an imperial assassin. But to the Tao, he's not dead. They basically made a copy of him and use a hologram to actually ensure that he is still the leader of the Tao going oh, forward. Interesting. He is the supreme ethereal and he still rules the Tao. The last bit is the tabletop aspect of the Tao. So the Tao. You have battle suits on the battlefield, you have uh, fire warriors, you have crew, but the Tau aren't ones that are going to typically go into melee. They're going to sit back, they're going to be mobile, and they're going to shoot. The only thing is, is that they are a shooting-only army. They don't have psychic, they don't have melee, really, they don't charge, they shoot, but they shoot on four-ups, and you have to actually use something called marker lights with drones to actually ping different enemies to give yourself a better chance of actually hitting. Mm-hmm. They're, they're a tough uh, army to play simply because you have to really think about line of sight. You have to make sure that you're always kind of being dodgy with everything. And it's why a lot of people don't like the tower in general because they're not interactive. Mm-hmm. So a lot of armies, you'll have interaction. So if I charge you, you can overwatch me. Yeah. When we're in melee, I can fight back. If I can't shoot you, I can't shoot you. And you're shooting me. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of less of interactability and it's a lot harder to actually fight them and it doesn't make it as good to play.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's why people don't like the Tao simply. From I thought people
1: loved the Tao.
0: People do love the Tau. Um, <laughs> but those that don't like the Tao are very, very vocal.
1: Yeah.
0: And you'll see that. I think there's better ways of making them evil, which is where a lot of... The lore is kind of being weird. There's the Farsight books, which made the Ethereals like mustache twirling Mm -hmm. villains. Like they killed someone just because (laughs) we needed him dead. Um, There is the mind control aspect that is kind of back and forth because kind of is there, but it's the same thing as like Primarchs. Either way, that is, that's the Tau. All right, Sonam. So that's the Tau. What do you think?
1: Um, I'm not going to explain to know anything about the lore. They're weird, blue aliens. And I don't know. I just don't... I don't, I don't see the... Um, I don't see why people love them as much. Like, I mean, orcs, cool. Dwarves, awesome. You know? Like, the weird holoquins, like, awesome. But, like, this... I don't know. I don't know. I just... I feel like... I feel like this height. Yeah, but I feel like they're overloved. I'm, like, I don't know. I just... I, I don't know why people love the Tao so much. I mean, people can tell me down below why they do, but I just, I feel like there's so many other cool factions of 40k to deal with.
0: I have a suspicion that there's going to be a lot of...
1: I'm just telling you. I don't
0: know why people, like people like the Tau so much based comments that I I don't gonna know what down. that means, but I'm just going to tell you,
1: I don't, I don't, I know you love the lore, you love the things, but like, I feel like they're just not my type of people. That's fine. That and that... Like, I don't know. If the- I was going to play, I wanted to play something really cool, really cute, really dumb... Really, like, I would probably play the works, to be honest. It's true. I'm going to perpetuate the female stereotype.
0: But that's the thing is with 40K is it gives like, you an opportunity to play anything that I, you I, want. You know
1: what I feel like when you tell me about the tau? Bleh. 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 That's, that's my feeling with the tau. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm going to get reamed for this, but that is my feeling about the tau. And I mean, if you want a wife's opinion about it, yeah, that's mine.
0: I don't think you're getting reamed. I think you're so going like, to have... Bleh. You're going to be... Vindicated in the comments. And
1: that wraps up our Tao episode. Stay tuned when we talk about different factions that are a bit cooler next time.
0: All right. Comment down below if you agree with Sonam. Comment down below if you agree with me. Comment down below if you hate both of us. Just okay. engage. Oh, and
1: like, subscribe, share all this stuff. Um, we are a podcast, but we are also yeah. on YouTube. If you want to support us, we have a Patreon page. We also have YouTube memberships. Links are down below. Until next time.